Hi, welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Franson. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, you know, first weekend of uh, baseball, regular season baseball anyway, is in the books. Uh, saw some things from the Pirates, uh, both good and some, well, good and bad, we'll just say. Um, it's early to be too worried about some of this stuff, but there is some things there that, that kind of raise some concerns and you know, hopefully, uh, you know, change and progress uh, a little uh, quicker. <laughs> um, but we'll see what happens. So I guess normally I do a weekend review. I guess uh, you know, do the do a weekend review essentially, um, and talk about you know what we saw uh, from the Pirates uh, this past weekend. But before I do that, uh, let's hear a word from uh, my sponsor, Anchor. So, what went well for the Pirates um, over the last, uh, over the first three games of the season? Uh, well, you know, I think that generally there was some good stuff. Um, I think uh, we saw uh, the bullpen. Um, and if you listen to my opening day uh, special with, uh, Anthony DeFilippo from City of Bridges, you heard us talk about the bullpen. Uh, just in that first game, the bullpen looked fantastic. And going forward through the next two games, they were pretty good. Uh, they really they really got the job done when they needed to. Uh, there were a couple uh, little blips, but, I mean, that's, that's going to happen. I, I thought that, that overall, um, overall they looked great just on, you know, Last Thursday, opening day, I mean, there was nothing there to really uh, complain about. Uh, you have really good outings from you know, Underwood, Clay Holmes, uh, Sam Howard, uh, David Bednar. Chris Stratton came in, gave up a run, but he got out of, you know, he shut it down after that. Uh, Richard Rodriguez even came in, wrapped up the save. Uh, you know, but so all in all... It was a great debut uh, for the Pirates bullpen um, for 2021. And then, you know, the following, I guess it was Friday, uh, bullpen came out and pretty much got it done. Again, Clay Holmes gave up a home run. I mean, that's going to happen. But generally, he was, that was the only run he gave up, uh, the only hit he gave up, and he didn't walk anybody. So that's always good. Um Will Crow was the one kind of blip there. He had some, you know, control issues uh, and, uh, you know, gave up a hit, walked two guys uh, in two-thirds of an inning. He got sent down uh, yesterday to make room for Kyle Crick uh, to come back uh, from, you know, paternity leave. Uh, but Michael Feliz came in, pitched a third of an inning, struck his guy out. Um, and then Luis um, Avedo came in, um, and that that kid looked good. Uh, he, you know, for never pitching, you know, above, uh, you know, single A, um, you know, one inning and a strikeout. And he looked really poised, which was nice to see. It looked like he, uh, he felt like he belonged. And I know it's just one outing and one inning, uh, but I mean, this is what I've been talking about. This is the type of, uh, thing that you're going to have to kind of latch onto for the Pirates, 
uh, this year, the, the little, the little victories, uh, you know, the, the progress, the, the young guys that are, uh, that are making their names and, and showing some, um, some signs of life. And Oveda is one of them. Um, yesterday, um, the bullpen, again, gave up one run, um, and that was um, not really Underwood's fault. A uh, ball went right through Phil Evans' legs that would have, um, that should have been fielded and the, the runner been thrown out at home, but uh, right between the wickets, and, you know, that, that cost them a run. Um, the official scorer, you know, charged it uh, as, uh, you know, gave him an earned run. But he was, he looked really good. And, you know, he pitched an inning and a third. Uh, Stratton pitched a nice inning. Uh, Sam Howard came in and struggled with his control a bit. But uh, due to some, a nice defensive play on, on his part, uh, you know, he, um, he got out of it. And then Bednar came in. Bednar didn't Bednar didn't strike anybody out, but Bednar uh, Bednar looked pretty good. Um, so the bullpen is what's going right for the Pirates so far. Offensively, this probably is what we can expect from the Pirates a little bit. Uh, but you know Adam Fraser's hitting okays in two seventy three over the three games. Uh, he had a couple. He had at least one ball really hard yesterday, right at a guy, right at uh, the third baseman. Um, so, I mean, he's still making good contact. Uh, Kevin Newman uh, has looked okay. Zero for four yesterday. Uh, Brian Reynolds hitting two uh, three thirty three. Was two for four yesterday. He did strike out a couple times, uh, but I will say that the the umpire in pretty much every game, at least especially Saturday and Sunday, um, was really generous. I would say both ways a little bit, but it seemed like the Cubs were getting a lot of calls. But that's going to happen until we bring in the robots, uh, which you know. <laughs> Every every year, every time I see a you know a, a two two game stretch or you know, multiple game stretch where the ump is just um, really inconsistent, it it makes me ready for the robot ump. <laughs> call those call those balls and strikes the way they they should be called. I mean, it'll take a little bit away from the game, I think, but I mean, you can't just get in a one run game. It needs to be tightened up a little bit. You can't just give, um, give away, you know, uh, balls and strikes. So, uh, one of my really nice um, surprise—I don't want to say surprise—but one one thing that I really like seeing so far is Colin Moran. Uh, Colin Moran in uh, in the first game an opening day looked really patient had a, r- a lot of really good at bats you know walked um three times i believe uh the next two games he swung at some stuff but i mean he's hitting 300 he was 2 for 4 yesterday at his first home run uh, Colin Moran looks a little bit different than what he has in the past he looks patient and 
and, and poised at the plate. So um, hopefully this is a new trend and, and we continue to, continue to see Colin Moran uh, grow because I think there's a I think he's a lot better than what we've seen. It's just getting it getting it out of him and I'm hoping that that, that they finally are able to to do that. We saw a little bit of it last year with a little bit more pop, um, consistent pop, I guess. Um, but, you know, this year, hopefully more uh, patience at the plate, uh, work, uh, long at bats, you know, and get on base. So, so far, so good. His OPS is, is 1.162, so uh, he's he's been pretty good. Uh, Phil Evans, despite his error, uh, he looked good yesterday. Three for four at the plate. Uh, you don't want to lose uh, Key Brian Hayes. Um which I'll talk about a little later, but it, this is it's really nice to have a Phil Evans there um, to to take his place um, for for a little bit because I think Phil Evans can hit, and uh, you know three for four yesterday we'll take that. That's pretty much the only thing good going on for the Pirates um, offensively. Um, They've got, uh, you know, you're, you, like I said, the guys that you expect to be producing are producing. Um, you know, Newman isn't you know, red hot like he was in spring training. That was unrealistic to think um, that he'd be there uh, performing the same level going into the regular season. Um, but, you know, he had hits in, in opening day and uh, Saturday. You know, the O for day yesterday dropped his average quite a bit, but that, I mean, that's going to happen here over the next, the first uh, month of the season or, you know, several weeks. And, but um, he's, um, they've all, they've, the guys that we expect to look good are looking, looking good. So, uh, what didn't go right for the Pirates? Well, uh, <laughs> It's not good when you lose Kebrian Hayes. You know, luckily it looks like it's just inflammation of the wrist. Hopefully that's not a lingering, um, a lingering issue. So um, you know, hopefully he's back uh, next week. But uh, you know, you hate to lose that that guy. You know, leading off the the game. You know, the first game and. Or not leading off, but his first at bat in in opening day, hitting the home run. You know that's you know what everybody wants to see uh, from Hayes. So hopefully he can uh, he can bounce back, and this isn't something that lingers. Um, uh, st- starting pitching, n- namely, uh, uh, mainly uh, Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller was not good yesterday. And this is what we saw from from Keller over the spring. Just can't locate uh, anything. He just nibbles at um, the corner and can't uh, can't get it. So I'm hoping that he progresses. And I, I, I think he probably, I don't think he's this bad. I really don't. Will he ever be the ace that everybody expected would be? I don't know. It's really too early to tell. I, I think he's only started um, like 17 
games in the majors. So, you know, he's still young in his career. You know, but yesterday, three innings pitched, two hits, three runs, four walks, four Ks, including a home run. Um, That's not great. Um, Had a wild pitch. Uh, He threw a lot of pitches yesterday. And this has been the real concerning thing with Keller. He threw 77 pitches over those three innings. Uh, 42 of them were strikes. There were so many times, you know, he goes 3-2 on almost every batter he faces. That that can't happen. Um, he needs to get better. And I think with him, it's just really trusting his stuff. Um, because there were bats where, you know, he you know walked a guy and then immediately, uh, forget who it was, um, Oh, with Contreras, they immediately mowed him down. Um, but then, you know, followed that up with a walk. So when he's on and when he seems to be trusting his stuff, he still looks really good. He just needs to trust the stuff more. He needs to get into that fifth inning more consistently you know, not running into, you know, 70-some pitches in the third. Um, so that is the big concern of what didn't get, you know, what really didn't go well. Um, Chad Cool's first start was a typical Chad Cool start. Uh, gets into trouble, might give, gives up a run or, uh, you know, or two, and then, you know, also could always be a lot worse, but gets himself out of it. He always kind of limits the damage. That was the you know what he did in his first start. Um, Tyler Anderson really looked a lot better than what his line shows. Um, five innings, five hits, three runs, two walks, seven Ks, uh, and a home run. Uh, he was there were a lot of pitches that did not get called Tyler Anderson's way. And some of them were really, um, weren't like borderline strikes. They were in the zone. So that, that can't happen <laughs> with a, with a Tyler Anderson. But I mean, it, three runs isn't terrible. Over five, he went way longer than our other two starters. He did throw 91 pitches. Uh, 62 were strikes. So, you know, pretty good. This is the type of start I would expect from Anderson going forward. I think this is going to be the uh, the his you know average performance. His three runs over five six innings. Uh, he's going to throw. He's going to eat innings because he really does uh, have good control. Um, so I I liked what I saw from Tyler Anderson. He's not going to blow you away, uh, but you know if he gets a couple calls, uh, you know and it, that he didn't get. Um, the that could that game or his line could have been a lot a lot different. So some other things that really haven't looked uh, great so far. The offense in general, I mean the the main the main guys, like I said, I mentioned earlier, they're looking good. The others, um, and guys who really. I, I know I was really hoping Gregory uh, Polanco would be able to start the season hot. He's not. Um, he's one for ten. 
has at bats where he looks um, really off. Swings at a lot of bad breaking stuff. Uh, he, um, hopefully he can turn it around. They really need him to um, to get any kind of um, trade value built up. I know a lot of Pirates fans are uh, really clamoring for Polanco to just be gone already. I think it's a little premature for that. They still need to give him some time. Um, it's been three games. Uh, but again, he does look like last season Polanco. Um, you know, came in and played three games already this year. So hopefully he can turn it around. Uh, I don't... I think he will. I still think Polanco has ability. I hope he gets on track and at least can put together a really good string of the bats, um, get that average up, and then, you know, hopefully bring something in a trade. Because I've said it before, this is his last year as a Pirate. They're not going to pick up his option. Um, the best bet for him would be to get traded, and the, the best for the Pirates would, would, would be to trade him um, and bring something back for him. What that looks like, we don't know yet. Um, but uh, Polanco, it's not. It's too early to definitely pull the plug. Um, there really hasn't been anything encouraging to make us think that he's clicking, but or he will click. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, Anthony Alford's another one uh, that has been tough. Uh, he had a couple really good at bats on opening day where he walked, and then the other at bats in between were uh, were strikeouts. Like he just didn't look good. He has yet to get a hit. Um, he did score a run and have a stolen base, but he also got um, picked off and then doubled off. Um, some just some bad base running. So hopefully he can get that. Um, fixed uh, so that those mistakes don't continuously happen uh, so I I mean I don't know it's it's still way 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 too early to um, to start thinking about cutting anyone but yeah I think that the offense needs to click the base running definitely needs to get better uh, they can't have uh, you know, guys not scoring on uh, sack fly, like uh, Dustin Fowler did on opening day. Can't have guys getting picked off like Alford. Uh, you know, that's just what the Pirates have done for the last couple of years. They always seem to, to shoot themselves in the foot. Um, early on, defense hasn't looked that great. Uh, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens moving forward. Uh, I really... I really think you know, there's going to be some... So, so this season, there's going to be some good games. There's going to be some bad games. Um, it's all about just looking for the guys that we want to... Or the Pirates really need to progress. Um, which you could make an argument for pretty much anybody. But... Um, they really need... Uh, Reynolds and Newman and Hayes uh, and Moran all to play well uh, because those are the guys that 
probably will be around at least for the rest of the year um, and probably in the next uh, couple of years with the exception of maybe Moran. Uh, but then, you know, you, they need guys like Polanco. Um, they need their all their pitching to really perform better. And, uh, you know, Monday we got Brubaker, his first start of the of the season. So hopefully he can uh, have a good outing. Uh, look like he did the last couple starts he had in the spring. And we'll see where they go. Uh, this is a long season. It's way too early to panic. Sure, you can have a little bit of concern for guys like Polanco and Keller. Um, maybe Alford even. Uh, but, again, just a couple games. Uh, relax. <laughs> uh, I actually uh, got in, didn't get into it, but uh, I got a, approached by a lady in the grocery store. The other day I was wearing a, a pirate hoodie and a hat. And I was just picking something off the shelf. Uh, when I'm at the grocery store, I'm there to, to get in, get out. And out of nowhere, I hear, we're in for a long season. And I turn around, and this lady's standing there. And, like, and you know, she's like, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I, mean, I realized I was wearing my pirate stuff. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I was like, well, I was like, there's some, there's some potential. There's some promise. Not what I've seen. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe you know, this year they're, they might not win a whole lot of games, but uh, there's some good guys to watch. She goes, not what I saw. I just came from Bradenton. And I was like, well, okay. I was like, well, there's some guys that are, could be good. And she goes, and they'll just give them away. At that point, I just turned down the, to, my, to the register and checked out. I didn't even say anything else to her. Um, there's, there's too much of that. Um, you know, it's, I get it. Um, but, you know, we have baseball um pittsburgh has baseball uh you hate on it too much and who knows one day it just might not be there um yes i'd love for them to win more uh, but you know this is this is what we got so like i've stated pick the little things focus on the little things look at the progress look at the young guys who are going to be here for years uh, don't get attached to just random people that have a good stretch of uh, a month um, that don't really fall into the future plans. Um, you know, just focus on Hayes. Focus on progress with Hayes. Um, focus on the progress of Reynolds. Focus on Newman. Focus on those guys. And... Uh, the Pirates, will, even if they lose, could be a lot easier uh, to watch. And, and know that there are other others coming. Um, so, again, it's a long season. Don't put too much stock into these three games, even the win. Um, there's a lot more baseball left to play. And the one other thing that I did want to touch on uh, and talk about this uh, from this week, uh, they did release their alternate site roster essentially uh, to, and it really kind of told a lot about uh, a couple a couple guys and the first one is um, is Cole Tucker um, Cole Tucker is not at the alternate site um, neither, and Jared Olive is another one that's not there 
Uh, ben Sherrington said that they're both um, working on some stuff um, and noted that uh, Cole Tucker was working on some offense, uh, offensive tweaks. Um, that's, that's pretty telling. Like, it could be good. I mean, it's probably, it's not good, but, you know, it could be what a guy like Tucker really needs is to just focus. Um, hopefully it's, I don't want to say a wake-up call, because I don't think Cole Tucker isn't, I don't think he's trying to not hit, um, but hopefully it, it wakes up the the guy that's in there that, you know, everybody kind of hoped he would be. Uh, I talked in the podcast with Anthony DeFilippo the other day. You know, he's that guy that's that smiling, uh, great attitude guy that yeah, that Pittsburgh would really love. And um, would, I'd love to see him, you know, get it together because I really do think that they're going to trade Adam Frazier. Um, I don't think it's if, I think it's when. Um, and they might need Cole Tucker. And a lot of people are, are just get really down on Cole Tucker. I see on social media, uh, Twitter mainly all the time, just you know, blasting Tucker for not being able to hit. Um, he hasn't shown it yet. And in the minors, he really didn't hit a ton. Like, he's not a slugger by any means. But he hit well enough that his defense could keep him on the field, kind of like a Jordy Mercer. Uh, you know, Mercer, and Cole Tucker's better defensively than Jordy Mercer. But, you know, Tucker needs to get that bat uh, to come around and be able to, you know, square up a little bit more on the ball. Uh, and if he can do that, uh, he's not a lost cause. He might just be a super utility guy. Like, really, he might just, he might not be a starting shortstop. He could just be a shortstop placeholder until uh, Pagaro's ready or Bay's ready or whoever's ready first really to slot, to slide in their cruise uh, O'Neill cruise but the fact that he's not at the alternative site means that the pirates aren't planning on bringing him up anytime soon and that uh, was true yesterday when they brought up uh, Wilmer Defoe now Defoe has a little bit more versatility I think right now than Tucker uh could Tucker play first and third and outfield? He has the, the athleticism to play anywhere, really. But the bat is the big thing for him. And if they can get him straightened out with that, um, you know, we will see him at some point this year. I really believe that. Uh, I don't think he'll get passed over. Um, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be trades. Uh, I think we'll see Cole Tucker, and hopefully we just see a little, some, a little more offense um, than what we've seen. Jared Oliver, they weren't real clear, not that I saw any way of what they're working on with him. Uh, he didn't really hit that gr- that great in the spring, so maybe there's just a little adjustment that they're they're working on with him. But um, he's one that isn't, uh, you know, he f- kind of fits in that same mold a little bit, although. Tucker's a little bit more highly touted being a first-round pick. All of the um, profiles, as a major league outfielder, probably a fourth outfielder. Um, but still, if they can tweak his game, because they're going to need him at some point. Um, I wouldn't say that he's been jumped on the on the death chart, but uh, 
Troy Stokes Jr. really showed a lot more at the plate than all of a lot more pop. Um, so um, Stokes right now will be, uh, well, him or Goodwin will be the next outfielder up. Um, so Oliva has a little bit to go, but it also shows they're not they're not willing to just rush those guys. Um, they'll let the other guys play out, and then if um, those other two are ready, I think you know, especially when there's game action, um, when the minor league season route starts uh, for real, and they're not just playing the alternate sites and like scrimmages. Um, I think we'll see what they have. Um, we'll see both of them, I'm sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting that they were both left off the roster and then on uh, Thursday, and then we find out that it was because they they're not even they're they're working on stuff. So. Um, be, uh, I'm anxious to see where that actually uh, takes them and, and how that pans out. And I was just going to wrap this up, but the Pirates just made a move, um, acquiring right-handed pitcher Kyle Keller from the um, Angels for cash considerations. And while that doesn't seem like much... <laughs> Um, the big part of this move was that in order to make room on the roster, they designated Edgar Santana for assignment. Um, that one's pretty surprising to me because I thought Edgar Santana had future, um, had a future with the Pirates. Um, he looked really good early on in spring. His last couple outings were a little rough. But one was real rough. Um, so who knows what's going on there? I don't think he'll go unclaimed. I think. They've just lost Edgar Santana. Um, he has options left. He has the stuff. Uh, maybe they saw some things at the end of spring. Maybe that the, they didn't feel like he was fixable. Maybe they have seen things in the alternate site um, that they don't really like. I was surprised they didn't um, DFA Poppin. Oh, Sean Poppin over Edgar Santana, but... They didn't, so Kyle, Kyle, uh, Kyle Keller um, comes in, and for his career, he's 27 years old. He's pitched in 12 Major League games, an ERA of uh, 4.15, uh, over 13 innings, 8 hits, 6 runs, 3 homers, 10 walks, 12 Ks. Um, it's not really stellar. Um, in the minors, uh, a little bit better um era was um in the threes uh, you know uh, he was mainly used as a reliever so um right-hander kyle keller is now uh, part of the pirates he was actually started with the marlins he was traded to the angels uh last uh january 2020 um uh, for a minor leaguer uh, jose estrada so um Interesting move, not so much in who they picked up, but who they cut uh, to make room for them. So, um, interesting. So, um, you know, good luck to Edgar Santana. I don't think he'll uh, he'll make it through waivers. that's our episode for today appreciate you listening kind of ended oddly but with that last move but um i appreciate you giving it a listen 
feel free to check out uh, buccofeverpodcast.com for any uh, blog updates. There is one that should be done tonight, hopefully. Um, So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Check me out on social media at buccofeverpod on Twitter and on Facebook, buccofeverpodcast. Let me know what you think of the show. Leave your reviews on wherever you uh, get your listen to your podcast, um, you know, shoot me a message on Twitter. Um, again, I appreciate it. It's a lot of fun talking bucket baseball. Um, so until next time, have a good one.